everyone. Welcome to the 121st episode of the Invincibly Supermassive bot comic book podcast of stuff. Podcast? Are we I, talking about fish? I tried saying it too fast. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, yeah. So I'm Tony Guerrero. Matt Elfring is back. Hey, everybody. I am back. Yeah. So we, we had that Corey guy last week. Uh, I, I guess I... I guess there's a miscommunication because I asked him if he wanted to be on, but I guess he didn't quite understand that I was saying, hey, do you want to be on the Supermassive? Because, you know, he, oh. and then, then he was on the regular, so he wasn't caught up with a lot of TV. But, I mean, it, it's, it still went fine, you know. And it was good. probably way better than just me by myself. So uh, we are going to discuss this week, or I, I guess by the time you're listening, last week's, just a little explanation in case this is your first time listening. This is our other podcast where we discuss other things besides just comic books and comic book, you know, TV shows. Although I take that back. We are going to be talking about comic book TV shows in detail. We will recap, do spoilers, our thoughts, um, you know, if there's any news, stuff like that. Uh, sometimes we'll do other things. You know, we may have guests on, we may spend time talking about Jessica Jones and, you know, stuff like that. So, by the time you're listening to this, we are going to talk about last week's shows. Um, as yeah. far as next week, we're probably not going to have an episode next week because with Thanksgiving this week, I think the only thing that's really on is Gotham on this week. I'm not sure. Is Flash on or Flash not on this week? I know Supergirl is because Supergirl is going to show the episode they're supposed to show last week that they they flipped because of incidents going on. Um I'm I'm trying to think if I, I'm trying to remember if there was a preview for Flash last week. I, I'm thinking it's not because I think the next week is the the Flash Arrow crossover mm-hmm. thing. So I think the only thing, and because I'm pretty sure Agents of Shield is not on, because I remember my daughter's like, "Ah man," she was, she gets she gets upset when they take a week off or something. Yeah. So I, I think all we have is is Supergirl. Um. So yeah, we are not, we're we so we probably won't have a podcast. Next week, um, most most likely, most not, likely, because of Thanksgiving and. Well, I mean, I, we got to take some days off on occasion. Yeah. Try, I'm sorry, not a full day off, but try to take at least most of a day off. Yeah, and and I mean, I I know we you know we record at home, but it's it's just it's I I prefer my audio you know here in the studio. So I prefer just, your I prefer both of our audio there. My recording equipment at my house is not as good as what CBS has, yeah. and we could go more in depth on Jessica Jones since. Someone's not as caught up. Hey, I mean, it came out at 11 last night, and uh, I, I'm i going to admit, Tony, I was playing Battlefront. I, I had it for two days, and I was just dying to play it. And I had a – we've had a – we've had some uh, – I don't want to say rough days, busy days, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. And because I was gone in, in Toronto, which I can talk about part of that later if we want, uh, working until like 2 a.m. every night, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some Battlefront time. Take some me time. So, uh, what's your since this is a podcast of stuff? Yeah. Um, what's your your general consensus on what Battlefront? Oh, it's um, I mean, I did some training missions. And I did. Uh, I didn't do all the training missions. There, there is a lot of solo play actually, which I'm I'm pretty surprised about. Uh, but is there enough is for okay. Is there enough for me? I see. I don't know because I, I you're you don't like playing online at all, do you? I, I just. I don't see that the thing with online, I, I just, I want a campaign. I want a, like a mission. I want to be able to go into mission. Cause I'm assuming when you're online, you're just, you know, you, you just, you're thrown in the middle of whatever, right? 
or you're, is it- you're you're into like rebels against uh, the empire? Basically, I mean there there are different types of missions you can do. Uh, I didn't get that far in depth. Like I said, I only played like maybe an hour and a half last night. Uh, it, it was interesting. I'm a little disappointed, but I think a lot of that is because the old Battlefront games like are on this magic pedestal in my mind, and I don't think be able to live up to that it's fun though like but it's still it's really early for me to like make a final judgment i'm not sure if it's worth like the 70 dollars i spent because i got the deluxe edition Mm -hmm. uh it feels i think the biggest and and again i have not gotten to play like missions where you're going around in atats or atsts except for training you know Uh, i I just gonna stop you right there yeah, I still think saying eighteen. We're not doing this again. No, because someone, um, someone sent me. I forgot who it was. I didn't. I didn't respond. I didn't get a chance to because I saw it fly by. Someone tweeted me. They're like, in Battlefront, they say ATAT. That is just so inefficient. If you're in the middle of battle, I mean, you're 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 talking two syllables. You say at at versus four syllables. If you're saying ATAT. And ATATATS. If you're oh an ATAT is you're you're dead. Because it, it, it smashed you. There's an edit. And you, you, you take off or you, you run for cover. But, the, but there's also the idea, because I mean, they are called ATATs and ATSTs. But if you say ADAT, there's a moment of pause where it's like, ADAT, what does he mean? Oh, that thing. No, if you, if you just, if you say, like, like if you say someone's AWOL, you know right away what they're saying because you know what the letters stand for. So you say Actually, AT. No, I, what do the letters for? I know it means like that you're. you're absent without you, leave. Absent without leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was so. going to explain after without leave. <laughs> I've never like that's never clicked with me. So you know, for, for the longest time, this is completely off tangent. Uh, I had no idea what AFK meant. None. Like, like oh. I used to play like uh, Star Wars Galaxies when I was in college before it got really bad. And I played World of Warcraft for a while and I never knew what AFK meant. Huh? I was I, so I've confused. been doing I've never done that. Played any of that. It's good stuff. Oh, See for for me, it was always uh, FTW. Always that messed me up for a while. Oh, for the win! Because see, I always thought it was something else, like after world. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was like because you know you say for the win, like this is the coolest thing, like this is it, right? Like 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 Jessica Jones FTW, you know, right? That's how you yeah. use it. See, I would be like Jessica Jones after world because like like forget everything else. This is it. It's like screw uh-huh. you guys. This is the the, the, the coolest things. So that's how I always looked at it for the longest time. I thought that's what it meant. Uh huh. Apparently not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but yeah, but with Battlefront, I mean, I I just want a game where you know, with my limited time, you know, where I can just play a little bit here, a little bit there. I don't yeah. want to go in and jump in with a bunch of people. And then the other thing, I'm sure most people playing, you know, they're they're going to be re- maybe they're going to be reasonable. I don't know if I'm being ridiculous here. You know, I it, it it'd be different if I had like a group of friends, like, hey, let's all get on at you know nine o'clock or whatever, and but. It's it's like you know most people I know they don't play, right? I, mm-hmm. I guess I should talk to some people around here around the office. But it's just you know I I just if if I'm gonna go in I I just want to go in on my own terms and and know what what I'm getting into and so I don't know that that's just my thing and you know I know it's silly and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with online playing or anything, but so so I don't want to buy the game and just have like you know only such a like a small portion that would be useful to me. And, you know, and I and, feel like there's a lot of levels missing too. It feels like there's stuff missing, so I don't know. It, I, it, I like I said, it's hard to judge because I haven't really gotten fully into it. Yeah, but I'm I am enjoying it. I love Star Wars. I mean, so oh, I know I I do love Star Wars. I don't like 
I'm not as in love with it as most people, but I like it's something that's very near and dear to my heart because I grew up with it. So I'm just not like super like I mean, yeah, I'm gonna see Force Awakens, but everything Star Wars doesn't get me like super pumped. I'm not like a fanboy, I think is the best way to put it. I I almost was gonna go to LA for a screening. Yeah, we talked about this. For screening on, on the seventeenth. The day before. Um, cause it, I guess, well, maybe I shouldn't say who it's, I mean, I, I think, I don't think it's like a secret thing, but it uh, was, it was like something else related. So they were doing this thing. And then after the movie, there's going to be, like, and so there, you know, there would have been some value, you know, double value seeing the movie and then doing this other thing. And, but I'm just like, it's, if, if it was like Tuesday, I, I'd be totally down for it. But because it was Thursday, it's, you know, it's going to be over. I think the movie would start at seven. So, you know, you're talking like after nine and a newness event. It's like, then you got to write a review and then, you know, this other thing. So, it's, yeah. But I was like really tempted. Uh, but, but again, at the same time, I, I really want to see the movie with my daughter, you know, for mm-hmm. the first time. Uh, but if there's a screening opportunity, I kind of have to take it, you know, to, so we can get a review early. Because yeah. if, 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 you know, we don't get to a screening. I don't know if there's any point really in reviewing it because, you know, if maybe we would see it. I, I mean, I'm not going to see it Friday night. There's no way, you know, with yeah, the podcast. It's, I, <laughs> it's, it's Friday night uh, and we're both old. Yeah, I, I can't do. Well, I, I'm just saying, you know, with with work and everything. Yeah, know, being it's, here, it's tough. And then I, I, I just really don't want to do midnight showings anymore. And I'm sure they're all sold out anyways because I didn't buy anything. And so, I, yeah, hopefully I, I can get us in to see a screening early. Anyways, um, I guess we should talk about some some TV shows. Well, I could, if you want, I can. I can't say much, but I can talk very about why I wasn't here last week. Oh sure, I I, I have the okay to talk about one of the things. It is uh, um, TV related, and it is stuff it is. Re- stuff related. Um, I was up in I was up in Toronto on the set of uh, Twelve Monkeys uh, for Sci Fi Network, which was. Awesome. Like, I, if you've been listening to Supermassive, like, I, I've early on when that show was on, I talked up the show a lot and then I kind of fell off. But then I got back on. Yeah. You, uh, you, it, you told me to watch it. And I was like, I missed it. And you're like, watch it so we can talk about it. I may have bought it too, like, so I could, like, rewatch it while I was, like, on the plane in the hotel room and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I flipped to Toronto, uh, was on the set for a day. I can't talk, like, a lot about. You know what well, it, I saw it, there. It's all under embargo, is what it's all under embargo. Yeah, it, and it's a lot of season two spoiler stuff happening there. Um, but I like I like set design. Set design is a very intriguing thing to me because you're in a warehouse with like these sets that look like you know it could be you know inside someone's house or something like that. Uh, there are no houses, but that's where I went. <laughs> now, d- uh, does that ruin like the you know your suspension of disbelief now? You know, seeing what what, it, what it's like. It does, and I can tell you, <laughs> I can't talk about why. <laughs> um, again, yeah, it's, I'm under embargo. I can't talk about a lot, but it, it, it does kind of like. I, see, I don't know if it ruins my su- suspension of disbelief because I'm. I originally did come from film when I was, you know, in in college and a little bit after college, so I'm kind of used to the idea of sets and sets being not what they're supposed to be, you know, if that makes any sense, but never on this scale, like sci sci fi's like everything looks so beautiful. And and most importantly, the one thing I'm allowed to talk about is I got to see the time machine. I I posted a couple pictures on Instagram and on Twitter, uh, is like, man, like I was kind of like dumbfoundedly just like jaw dropped and 
like it's so it was just such a cool thing to see and we talked to the cast and i've already i mean we talked to the cast at what new york yeah but i mean it was so interesting to talk to them again and uh a very 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 cool experience and i and i think we're going to be doing more things like this but you're not going to see anything about this until like the second season starts airing i believe because i think it's it starts in april so it's 12 monkeys Yeah, I, th- I think that's what I saw. So it's 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 a way, of, and that's how these set visits work. I mean, they're always like like almost a year, not not quite a year, but you know, they're quite yeah. some time in advance, and so. And normally, I wouldn't be allowed to say anything, but the guy running PR, are we not even allowed to say his name? I don't even know what we're allowed to do or not. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, people may not know who. He, I mean, some, yeah, they, they probably won't know. People but, in like you know in the industry know, but yeah. So. Uh, but the guy running PR is, is super awesome. We had dinner. I was kind of going over my pictures with him. Uh, and he just told me to post the time machine poke with the pictures. Nothing else, obviously. Uh, so he was, and he, you know, I talked to him about this. He's like, yeah, you could talk about it. But it's I want to talk about so much. Mm-hmm. And I can't. And it's so hard. Like when, like when my friends are like, where were you? Why were you in Toronto? I'm like, uh, visiting family. Cause I did do that. So that's not lying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. Like, um, just, you know, because a lot of times, you know, we, we and, and we're not trying to brag or anything, but, you know, when you see things in it, like, you know, I, I, I got to watch the, the first seven episodes of Jessica Jones early. And then the whole thing is like, I just biting my tongue, like not wanting. And even mm-hmm. with you, because, uh, you know, we'll, 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 we'll talk about it at the end here. Sorry, my, the, 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 the one time my phone rings this week. Yeah. Um, your audio is <laughs> a little, little shaky, too. Just Is it? Yeah. Um, it was uh... a little, little glitchy, but. Um, but like with with Jessica Jones and you know there's there's things that happen like when I wrote uh, like overview, uh, you know Luke Cage appears in the first episode, and, yeah. And one thing I'm not really sure what's been said or not, and and we'll get more into Jessica Jones at at we'll save it for the end of the show. But just one thing I want to bring up, it's like you know does Luke Cage have powers in the show? You know because he's supposed to have his own show, so you know is is that going to be his origin? Is this going to be his origin? And and that's one of the things, like, I don't know if it's ever been said definitively, like, if he does or if he does not. So it's like, I didn't want to go into that. And because, like, where you're at, like, what, what's what's your impression? Um, so the first episode was good. Wait, wait. Uh, I, no, I, um, and I don't know if this got cut out where we were doing the impressions part, but uh, the, fir- the first episode w- was was good. It wasn't amazing. Um but I think like I'm halfway through the second episode and I'm completely hooked. Like it's because it's such a different tone from Daredevil. And I mean, we're all comparing it to Daredevil when we watch it, to be honest. All right. Let's, let's save this for the end. Let's save this for the, yeah, let's, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm kind of excited. I just want to know, do you too. know, do you know if, if he has powers or not? No. Okay. No, I don't. So I'm assuming he, no, no. I was, okay. We have to talk about it in the episode cause I'm assuming he does. Oh, you're because assuming. Of something, because of something he says in the first episode. Okay. Um, so let's start with, are, are you watching Ash versus Evil Dead? Uh, I got off the plane on Saturday night. I went to my friend's house in the South side of Chicago, drank some beer and forced all of our friends to watch that because <laughs> no one else wanted to watch it, but me and him. So we definitely watched the second episode or the fourth episode. The third. Third. third? Yeah. Okay. Um, what, what, what did you think? Cause I mean, I absolutely loved the first two. I gave uh, the, the third one. I, I, I bumped it down to a four. Out of five, I, I'd say that's I'd say that's fair uh, because this episode's kind of more setting up story than anything else, which is kind of weird because the story is 
Ash has to fight deadites, you know? Yeah. There, there, there's a big, you know, overarching story, but each episode is, it's doing a good job being kind of self-contained while still mm-hmm. totally building up to this, this big story. Well, what I like about it is that I really feel like we're on a journey with the characters rather than, you know, this week a bad guy comes in, they have to fight. So, we're, you know, they go to the bookstore uh, this past week and try to undo what's been done. But they release that horribly look, it's frightfully looking demon. Wait, horribly? Uh, like, like horribly. It was like it's it was really creepy. And maybe it's because I was drinking when I was watching it. But. <laughs> it was it was pretty terrifying. Oh, I th- I thought you meant like horribly like like uh, looked awful, like bad. No, I see I thought the color on the on the demon looked a little like too much, but at the same time, I don't know, that's something kind of interesting to play with that it's a really like cuz it had like a bright overtone to it or a purple overtone to it. Well, it was it was weird cuz it was there's like this weird vibration thing going on. I like love I love that. Which, like, which, I, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah. That that was cool. Um I really liked what I really liked about it is it, it's different from the other um, deadites that we've seen since this is a demon. It wasn't really a deadite. Uh, basically, uh-huh. we, should, we should back up. So, so basically, where, where we're at in this point, um, you know, Ash has unleashed the evil dead again. You know, he screwed up. So they they finally make it to this bookstore, this rare bookstore. Now, I I was under the impression he had talked to this guy before. He had helped, you know, gotten help with him like the first time or they, something. They talked, I believe when they're, when they're talking about talking, that it happened like a while back, but they never actually, but it was like over the phone. Okay, maybe, because yeah, I, I might have missed that, because this guy was like totally in awe with the book and everything. And uh-huh. so uh, Ash's bright idea, it's like, okay, we need to figure out how to, sh- you know, shut this down. So let's let's call up like a, a lesser demon out of the book to tell us how to do it, which, you know, obviously. <laughs> it did not seem like a lesser demon. Yeah. And so this guy, I mean. You know they're they're using more more. It's it's almost like you know they they increased the budget on this demon compared to the normal deadites. But yeah. I really liked that it was different and it, like you said it was kind of freaky and and it it almost felt out of place for an evil dead thing. But I liked how it was incorporated. Uh, yeah. My 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 main problem with the episode is um, it it felt like it went too fast. The the whole you know going to the bookstore and then it's like all that whole part's done. I understand you have to because it's a half hour show and it wouldn't really, you know, you don't want to really end it in the middle of a battle and have it continue since, you know, they are kind of keeping them self-contained, but it just seemed like that whole thing just happened super fast. So that, that was my, my only, comp- and maybe I'm just being like kind of really nitpicky because I love the show so much and I don't yeah. just want to say it's a five. It's everything's a fives. Well, I, I feel like and this is going to be kind of weird saying it, but this would be a good show if it was like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. I don't think it'd be that great as an hour. Yeah. I th- but I th- half I th- an hour feels rushed. Yeah. I, I think the main thing is the jokes would, would start to to kind of get to be too much if it was an hour long mm-hmm. show. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do have to say uh, I'm I'm really liking Kelly, her, her character. Yeah. I, I, I like I, her, just like her, her, her kind of like dry, like sarcasm mm-hmm. and, and just, you know. And I, I guess the other thing also is like every week she she has like different letters on her. She wears different rings or something like that, and it like mm-hmm. spells something out. But yeah, I didn't catch that what what it was. Um, but yeah, I mean the the other cast is is you know it, it's weird that you know everyone's watching it for Ash for Bruce Campbell, but I don't think like a show just him on his own would really work because you know. Um, like they they told us at New York, you know, uh, Kelly and and Pablo, they're like the voice of reason, yeah. And you know, they're they're there to to kind of 
tone him down, you know, keep, keep him in line, you know, for not making all these, these bad decisions. So I, I, I think it's really working. And then, you know, we, we got to see more Lucy Lawless, but what, what surprises me is, uh, cause I don't, I don't know if, if how much you heard of, of the interview with, with Lucy Lawless, but I couldn't hear anything cause I was busy watching the, uh, what are their names? Um, Oh, these other guys, the, the other guys get like kicked, kicked off. But cause, um, <laughs> Because when 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 she talked to us, she she basically told us like who her character is, like like what yeah. what her point is, and in the show you get none of that. And so and, yeah, so I'm feeling kind of surprised right now where you already know where everything's headed. Yeah, because it, it's weird, I, and I I kind of looked looked a little bit around, and it's like you don't really see like what her deal is, like why does she you know why is she after Ash, and and you know they, they, I, don't, I don't think they've even said her name in the show, but I'm sure it's no, they in, in the yeah. credits. So that that's weird that that like that was like the first thing she she told us in an interview like what what her motivation was. So mm-hmm. I was like, and I thought that was really cool. I, I think it's it's a great connection. Um, but yeah, it, it's weird that it's like it's like wait, are, were you supposed to say that? Because I haven't seen that anywhere else. But I, I'm I'm digging the show and um, yeah. So the the turkey thing is like it's Saturday night. Got to watch it. Got to review it. Um, it worked out last weekend because my wife and daughter were, were, were out. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this. And then I watched uh, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then I watched like three Jessica Jones. Um, so it was, like, it was like TV movie night for me Saturday. That, that's how I feel about Saturday nights when I, was, when I was reviewing Doctor Who. It's like, Doctor Who's on. And my wife hates, with a passion, hates Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just like, you know what? Like... Uh, we don't see each other that often. Sorry, not reviewing it. I'd rather, you know, make sure my marriage is rad. Yeah. Continues to be rad. Yeah. And just for people listening, because I, you know, I know we, we've we um, kind of dropped a, a couple shows. Um, you know, part of it, you know, we, we talk about the, the, the traffic. I was going to say the ratings. The ratings on our reviews. <laughs> the, the traffic. And, you know, so we, we kind of balance it. And just part of it is, you know, trying to, to have some sort of life and, and tr- some sort of sanity. But... Hopefully, you know, we, we will start picking up some other things, you know, in, in, in the coming weeks. Because um, I'm, I'm still on the fence with, like, with Arrow or, uh, you know, because I, I don't know. It, it seemed like people before they are like, like, oh, you're not reviewing Arrow. You're not talking about it. It's so great. And then, you know, I started doing it this season. They're like, oh, I can't believe people watch the show. And it's like, wait, do you love the show or not love the show? And so, anyways, I, I'm digging that- – I'm that digging. Said, that's how I felt about Walking Dead because I wasn't reviewing. I was I was so close to stopping reviewing Walking Dead, and then I did. I think this past week's episode just on a whim because I was like, whatever. I'm just I'm already on the couch anyway. And we're gonna watch it because my wife likes that show, and then it did well. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm still reviewing it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, which uh, you know, whether I'm not really, th- I'm kind of throwing it out to people listening. I was throwing it out to you. Uh, you know, maybe for for some things, and, and you know. Just, we we just do recaps for some some episodes and you know just just hit the main points and just like boom here you go recap We're, i'm not going to tell you what i think about it right now but just to have like the the place for discussion mm-hmm. so so that's some something else we can we can try if some certain night, you know, we're we're kind of pressed for time or just low on energy or whatever. You know, we, we oh, some energy like every night? Yeah. <laughs> uh so walking dead i i just want to try to get through um, I can't even remember what happened. Hold on, I got to find my own review. <laughs> so, so Walking Dead was with mainly with the with Daryl. Oh separated. yeah, the Daryl episode. Um, I I don't know how. I mean, I I like that they're taking these episodes. You know, like like the Morgan episode. You know, where they're 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 doing 
episodes focusing on different characters because there's so many different characters. But at uh-huh. the same time, it's it's still like, what about Glenn? You know, we're still. It's almost like they're stalling, giving us all these these separate things. And and the whole, the whole thing like with with Rick, they never even just like like what what's up with your hand? And it's just like he you know he comes running back, and, and you know there's there's like no mention. It's like oh, so I guess we were worrying up for nothing. I I've really thought about this. Be, I mean, because I am reviewing it, I, I I've really thought about the whole Glenn thing, and, I, and I'm super frustrated with it as well. <clears throat> but with the way they set this up. There are there is no other way to tell these stories with well Morgan you can put anywhere technically but you can't tell the Daryl story and whatever happened last week I forgot uh, you can't tell that story like after we get this Glenn stuff solved because all of this takes place while a- Alexandria is being attacked yeah so it's it's kind of tough and this is the it sucks to say this because I hate what I'm about to say but this is the best way to tell these stories yeah. But it's just, and and I, I don't really know how you felt about this story. And again, when, when I'm watching some of these shows, it's it's like during the day when I'm you know working, you know doing other things. So I'll admit, you know, it it doesn't always have a hundred percent of my my attention because you know I'm writing something else or doing something. But it's just like with this episode, it's like okay, you know, he meets these people, and you know, uh, and and I'm I'm assuming these other people are are with with Negan. You think that's where that's the, going? The new- that's what I'm. That's what I uh, said in the review. Is that I think the new group is the saviors. Uh-huh. It's it, it's obviously not the wolves because <clears throat> the wolves are, you know, by by the name of their group, they're it's feral. They just kind of attack. There, there's while the attack is while their 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 strategy to their attack, they're not reasonable. Where where the saviors like I'm calling them the saviors already. <laughs> It seems like there, there's reason behind what they do and logic behind what they do. So, I, I, you know, that may have been, you know, technically Negan's feet earlier in, in the episode we saw. I know it wasn't Jeffrey Dean Morgan's voice, but that could have been, you know, yeah. him. Yeah, because we saw Michonne before uh, I forgot her name before she was cast. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so I'm but not. I, uh, it, it was an all right episode. And, you know, see, I liked it. I, I like, I like Daryl. I, you know, Daryl this season has been dealing with a lot of inner turmoil. You know, does he want to be a lone wolf or does he, you know, want to stay with Rick? And I think this episode kind of solidified the idea that he needs to be in a group because, you know, he is stronger than a lot of people. You know, he's survived longer and the people of Alexandria do need him. And I think he saw that. And the three people that he was with uh, that had held him hostage in this past week's episode. So it was great for Daryl as far as, you know, yeah, the Glenn stuff really pisses me off. But I just didn't like the way it ended with Daryl. It's like, come on, man. And, you know, he's like, you're going to regret it or whatever. It's like, we better, yeah. there better be some follow up. Those those chumps. That's what they did to him. So, yeah, it was, it was a fine episode. I mean, mm-hmm. definitely better than some that we've had because, you know, we've talked about it before where. You know, it, it's sometimes during the season, it gets to be hit or miss where like some episodes are really good and some are just like, eh. Yeah. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I think I, I'm still writing the buzz of, you know, where things are going that, you know, I'm, I'm still interested in that. Yeah. Uh, let's see Monday, uh, Gotham. I don't even know if I watched it. I think I started to watch it and like you, I was working, so I wasn't paying attention. It just seemed like there was, turned it off. Yeah, there wasn't much. It's like, like you know. So, what's his name? The the mayor dude. I can't. Galvin. Yeah, yeah, you know he's he's captured, and then uh, his sister. 
is like she goes copperhead she hires wasn't wasn't she copperhead in the first season or the character we all thought was copperhead in the first season i I saw someone else call her something else i just saw it somewhere i don't know if it was like i think it was a, a a tweet about maybe there is an episode on monday something about her and i think they referred to her something else Okay, but I, I don't remember. I don't even know if that's accurate or not. But yeah, so she goes like to the assassin that the you know they want to get someone to, to kill Jim, and we get the flamingo guy, um, from you know that that dude. Yeah, did you watch? You watched it? <laughs> no, I didn't really pay attention. <laughs> oh, because because there's a scene where like like Jim almost gets killed in the elevator, and yeah, and then there's like Bruce. You know, wanting to sneak out and see what's her name, St. Cloud. Oh, I don't like, I, I we, we talked about her a couple of weeks ago. I don't like that character. Is that the actress? I just don't, I think the character. Yeah, we're not supposed to. Well, no, I know that. I know she's supposed to be healed, but like she feels so forced. Like that character feels like she is the Patty Spivet of Gotham. You don't like Patty Spivet? Patty Spivet. I like her. I like the actress. I like how she plays the part. I don't like how the character feels so forced into every scene. All right, we can talk about that in a sec. Yeah, we um, will. But with, 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 with on Gotham, it, it's it's almost like she's too mature, you know, because she's like like evil and diabolical. It's like you're just she, a, a little. Kid. She's like a forty year old in like a ten year old's body. Yeah, the way she was talking to Selena, and like blah, oh blah, yeah, blah, like blah, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's just like wait, you're like like twelve years old, or I don't I don't even know how old they're supposed to be. Uh, but it's just, yeah. So um, I'm so watching. And then there, there's stuff with, with Penguin and Riddler. And it's just I feel weird. like it's hit a slump. Like, like first season start. Actually, first season didn't start off that great. I feel like this season started off great. We're hitting, we're hitting a slump and we're, we need, I don't know. I feel like they just drag those stories out sometimes. Oh, it, you can drag stories out. It's fine, but make them interesting. And I feel like this is not that interesting of a story. I feel like it's a, almost in a sense a rehash of the first season, except one of the people that's fighting for power in Gotham is already got, uh, mayor. Yeah. And then we had Supergirl, same night. Um, now, least, least favorite episode. Uh, okay, so <coughs> this is the episode that was supposed to air this week. And then um, the one that they're going to air, which they, they bumped, there, there's bombings throughout the city. And with, you know, the stuff happening in Paris, they're like, you know, being sensitive i saw some people complaining about it but it's like it's like no you know if 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 you have any friends or family or just anything you know you don't need to be reminded even if it's totally unrelated so that's fine the the problem is there there was a couple points in this episode where you're kind of like what because um like in in the beginning Kara says something about like like a bomb and then then uh wins like it's like oh it's it's nice that it's not an actual bomb this time it's you know it's like a metaphor you know something like that and so if you're watching, if you don't know what the other episode is about, you'll be like, what are you talking about? It makes no sense. And so there's that little thing. And then where the previous episode had left off is when Lucy came to town and, you know, she goes to James like, you know, I didn't like the way we left things. You know, let's go out to dinner and talk about things. So, you don't you don't even know where they're at. And then in this episode, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going away for Thanksgiving. You know, it's like, wait, what? So there's that little bit of. You know, which it's that's mildly annoying, but I completely understand. You know what? I agree with why why they did it. Yeah. I mean, we still we still got an episode, but but the weird thing now is it 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 looks like they they're actually like officially renumbering the episodes 
Because I, I don't I, like that. I'm thinking like in terms of our database. I mean, that's like my, my first concern. Because I was like, wait a minute. It's like now, you know, this is actually episode four instead of episode five. And because um, on, on like the press site, they, 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 I think they pulled all the images and, and all that stuff. So I was like, wait, it's like, are they ever going to show this again? And then they finally decided they're going to show it the next week. Yeah, they, they pulled the trailer and put it back up. I yeah. know that. Yeah. So there's like all, all this stuff. And then, um, and even like on, on Wikipedia, I was looking at, it's like, well, how did they, they, um, you know, classify it. And so it's like, or, or maybe it was IMDB where I was looking. So you have all that, whatever. Um, so it, it was, it was a little weird, but then we have Livewire, which, you know, li- a lot of people love Livewire. You know, she's great on, on Superman animated series. Um, her effects were really cool when when she was using her powers in that. Not when she was Max Hedrum. I just felt like she was a, and I just what 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 I said in in the, my review is she was like a mustache twirling villain. Like her, her yeah, motive, she was so over the top. You know, she she's mad at Cat Grant for demoting her because you know she's ripping on Supergirl and 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 Cat's kind of being protective because they they've Catco's kind of made quote unquote made Supergirl given her name and all that. And mm-hmm. and you also kind of see that Cat is becoming a little nicer. Uh, a lot of this episode was about other people, and that was the other reason why you know I, I gave it a three out of five. Is it's like Supergirl was was shoved to the side. It's great we're getting character development, you know. So we're, we're seeing Cat become more of a, a person. We got to see stuff between um, Alex, Car's uh, you know foster sister, and and her mom, but it was almost like it was too much of this other stuff. And and the stuff, some of the stuff with with Cat was just too much but live wires motives like like oh i'm gonna you make me a traffic copper you know chopper traffic reporter and i'm gonna kill you now it's like and maybe because you know she's unstable from everything it was just it was kind of too much i'm really enjoying um i forgot her name who plays cat grant calissa flockhart so i really like her actually i know she's like such a i think people either like her or they don't i I I, a little polarizing was it this week that she had the talk with with Kara about like, like actually started showing interest in her when she found out that Kara was a foster child? Yeah, yeah she's like, I, I really love that moment. It's, see, for me, I mean, it was it's great for the character, but it almost feels like it's too much. It's like it's like, oh, you know, I I realize I don't know as much about you as I should, and and I, I mean, this this show skews so young to like such a young dem- demographic that like I've just kind of put my I'm an adult blinders on. Oh. <laughs> The, there's one part that I absolutely totally. Cre- I mean, I I can handle that you know this stuff. It's like okay, that that's fine. And you know, even if you want, when they dip into like the girl power stuff, that's fine. But the one part where when she's Supergirl's fighting a live wire and live uh-huh. wire starts saying stuff, and then you're such a mean girl. You're such a mean. Oh, she, no, I she, hate she's like, that. She, no, she says, "Shut up, you mean girl." Oh, say like shut up and then say something else awful. Uh, shut up's already like shut up to me is such a mean sentence already. But just say to call her a mean girl, it's like really? that's not insulting. That's like, not insulting at all. Yeah. Mean Girls is a great film. Uh, <laughs> I hear that when I hear Mean Girl, I think about a wonderful, delightful comedy I enjoy. Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I still really dig the show. I mean, it's, 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 it's like a refreshing show. You know, it's just. Uh, Melissa Benoist is, is Supergirl is, is great. She's fantastic. And they played a Ramones song this week. What a wonderful world. I didn't know you liked Ramones. Oh, I, I grew up on the Ramones. Like it's, I don't, I didn't haven't listened to them in a while, but when I heard Ramones playing during that, I went back to like all my, I'm like a late eighties, early nineties Ramones guy. I'm not really uh like too tough to die later on. So that's like 84, I think. 
Um, okay, so Tuesdays, and we had The Flash, Gorilla Grodd. Ah, I love Gorilla. Oh, Gorilla City! Ah! Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's how, I got so stupidly fanboy excited. And it, and if uh, I'm pretty sure I've said it on the show or comic by podcast a few times, I do not like Gorilla Grodd in the comics. But I love him on this show. He, some of the, some at some points the CG was was a little like rough. I thought it, I, it, it looks expensive. We'll put it that way. I, I thought but, Gorilla Grodd sometimes looked really weird. Um, but you know, again, you you did let it go, and and I mean, it's just like you know, going back to Supergirl. There's there's parts where the the you can t- totally tell you know they're using wire work and and all, all that. And but yeah, you, you, you let it go. Just you know, enjoy let the show. Go. So um, it was it was a fine episode. I I thought um, it was a very like I had a lot of I, a lot of problems with, it, but I still really enjoyed it. So I ended up giving it a four. I I mean I I did flat out say I thought this was the weakest episode of the second season, easily. Yeah, yeah. but it's oh. still like it still wasn't a three to me because I still really had like a good time watching it. I feel like such a fanboy watching this show, and I'm not a Flash fanboy, and but it makes makes me excited. But you apparently hate Patty Spivet. No, I hate how she's written into the show. I feel like she's like, okay, we got to give Barry a love interest. And I felt like Barry and Iris was natural, even though they weren't really in love. But that story was intriguing, you know, that they can't be together, but they want to be together. Then they bring in Linda. <clears throat> Linda I was fine with. You got a message. Um, so Patty, like, I, I like the dynamic between the two of them, but she feels like so like forced into every scene, like Barry's getting coffee. And then Patty walks in like, oh, I didn't expect you to see you here. It's like, yeah, you did. Like, that's where he goes four times an episode. Yeah. <laughs> or she just feels like really forced into scenes. But I like the character. It's just she's not written into episodes well. Yeah. For me, uh, you know, I, I've made it known like in the comics, I was always, you know, Team Iris. And, and you know, when in uh, the Francis Manipole, Brian Bucciolato run of The Flash, when yeah. you know, they Patty was, was a big part. Um. But I, I I like her in a show, but I'm I'm still, it, it it's weird, and there's just a whole thing between like Iris now. I I feel bad because it, it's almost like it was a lot of times she's just standing around, and mm-hmm. it's just like it's like you know you got this great actress and you know, this great character. It's like you know you need to do more with her, and because a lot of times you know they're just hanging out at Star Labs and she's standing there and she's like oh I'll go you know do something or I'll go you know call someone. Yeah, you know, every once in a while you know she she uses her investigative you know know-how all that but it's, it's it's weird now then they're you know they're doing this whole patty thing and just the fact that you know she, she's when when is she going to find out you know what they're going to tell her and it's like why the heck did barry tell linda in the previous week it's like everyone is knowing that you know barry i do like, i do hate that i actually <clears throat> that was something i was going to mention about supergirl too is that i feel like everybody already knows uh and my other problem with supergirl which Every other show has Flash and Arrow, I guess. Uh, everybody they have like their own little like secret computer lab. Like, had, why does everybody need that? They all have a, a a a geeky, you know, tech person. You know, Cisco, Felicity, Win. I, I you know, Fitz I, and Simmons. If, if Win turns to the toy man, I'll be so happy. But he he did mention his dad was in prison, so I'm wondering. It's like, are are they gonna change it where his dad is? You know, breaks out and becomes a toy man. I'll take that too. That'd be a good story because you you can't make Win evil. I like him so much on that show. Yeah. he's not as good as Cisco, but I like him a lot. He was actually on um, Win was on this other show called Smash, the like the Broadway musical show. 
<laughs> that my wife watched. Okay. <laughs> I watched most of it. <laughs> so, um, and it had uh, some some actress from, uh, or she's a singer, not actress. She's a singer from American Idol, and she's on some other show now. I can't remember her name, but I'm sure some people out there listening know. Um, just want to mention that. Uh, so yeah, Flash, yeah, not my favorite episode of Flash, like like you said. Um, Agents of Shield. Oh, oh my goodness! I, I gotta. I, I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta remind myself what this episode. There was something big, huge revealed oh, here. So did, uh, it starts oh, off. Cthulhu. With, it was Cthulhu. It it's it starts off with with Ward, and um, I mean with with Brett Dalton. I mean he he's just great. And Dude, Ward is so awesome on this show. Oh my god. Brett Dalton is so awesome on this show. Yeah, Brett Dalton is, and he's a great guy. That that's that's what makes me like him even more. You know, my daughter's got a crush on him, which you know who doesn't have a crush on him. Uh, he's a gorgeous looking guy. Yeah, you know, I I I talked to him super duper briefly at San Diego. I you know uh, did a phone interview with him. Got to talk to him at uh, Wizard World, where my daughter got to meet him. Uh-huh. Um, and I um, mean, he's just such a a great guy playing this totally skeezy, you know, evil dude. And but that fight scene was just just great. Um, just him, you know. I, I have a theory, and you can completely shoot it down because you're much more well versed in the show. I feel like Ward's a double agent. Uh, I I don't know. I I I think he's he's because you know there's a whole thing is like can he be redeemed? And and that's what a lot of people are holding onto the hope because they like the the actor the character so much. It just seems like he's just so. E- I mean, I it's, it, it was the conversation he had with Gideon where like Gideon's telling him about like uh, Hydra's Cthulhu. I, it's not Cthulhu, but. They kind of point it like it's some monster being or something, but like the look on Ward's face, just like I'm not buying any of this. I'm kind of like, maybe he's a double age. Like that's just what popped into my head. Now, I think. I mean, he he pretty much killed an entire plane full of people just just to get to Germany because he could only find yeah. a flight to, to Moscow. <laughs> and cause, you know, it, could they pull out of that? Because he's he's like you know he said something as you know oxygen mask him down as, as you freeze to death you know whatever and. So it's, I don't know if they would survive that. He's 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 beyond redemption, I think. And you know, he even said when he first talked to Gideon that um, you know he he doesn't want redemption. So I, I don't know, but yeah. So we have all that, all the stuff with the ACTU. I like that they had Shield go out in this big mission. You know, each person had their own parts, and it was just great seeing it all. You know, come into place. You know, uh, Bobby and Hunter going undercover. Hunter being a hacker, which was was mm-hmm. hilarious. Uh, it was great that Daisy was like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, Daisy used to be a, a computer hacker herself, and you know, so she's telling him everything to do and say. So, so that was great. And then just what they find out about the ACTU, and then is Rosalind, you know, is she evil? Is she not? Uh, you know, what's going on between her and Coulson? So all, all that stuff was good. And then again, just I, I know some people are like, oh, Hydra again, but the fact that it's much bigger. Than like what Red Skull set up. I, I, it's I think. Cthulhu Hydra. And then plus uh, Fitz and Simmons kissing, which you know, all right. A lot of, a lot of people have been waiting for that. So yeah, I I, lo- I love that show. It, it was great. Um, then there is Arrow. This episode of Arrow, you you should maybe watch it because I, I know I, you, ch- I I checked out during it. Uh, one of the things they did differently that the action, the stunt work, they did a mm-hmm. little, a little differently. And it's almost like I, I, I'm not sure who was in charge. If it was like the normal stunt people, if they got someone else, but a lot of it felt like daredevil stunt work. Okay. And, you know, there's like a lot of these like big scenes. So that this was, I mean, it's like 
pretty much like halfway through the episode on, there's some stuff where they're fighting like all the ghosts, uh, the other, the hive agents or whatever. Like there's, there's a scene with uh, Speedy in the elevator fighting a guy. And then it, and it just like goes from there. And it felt like, again, it was like, is this just one take? And there, there's a lot of scenes, even like the, the, the camera use that they, like the, the actual camera, almost like a, like a different filter, like like someone was actually recording with like a GoPro or something. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was just really interesting that that stood out. The episode I thought was okay. You know, Ollie he wants to be, you know, mayor fighting, uh, what's the name, Damien Dark. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm okay with the show. Um, then we got the flashback stuff, which... I'm I'm waiting for the connection. Maybe I've missed a connection overall, but it's like I kind of don't care about the flashback stuff, and and then just I don't know. It, it's too much Damien Dark, which you know he he's a great villain. He's a great actor. I'm just waiting for something else. Malcolm Merlin shows up a little bit to talk to Thea about her bloodlust, you know, from being in a Lazarus pit. So so it, it was a good episode. Um, the stunt work I think really bumped it up. Really, really made it stand out. So it was really interesting, but it was it kind of pulled me out of the show as I was just focusing on these scenes. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. good or not. Um, and then we're going to talk about Jessica Jones now. I'm so glad I got to watch the first episode this morning. I didn't think I was going to have time. Yeah. So as as mentioned, I mean, it's and and you you kind of touched on a little bit before. It's it's not Daredevil. You know, it is dark. Which you know, yeah, Daredevil. Because someone asked that, I, I know, I, I didn't, I was, I don't think I responded. I was going to, but someone mentioned it because yeah, Daredevil is not a, a bright, happy movie. But I think there's kind of some light moments, um, you know, between like Matt and Foggy and Karen. Even mm-hmm. though you know, at the end, you know, Foggy gets gets pissed at, at Matt, but there is some kind of light moments, uh, you know, because Foggy would kind of crack jokes, you know, very mm-hmm. often. Jessica Jones, you know, you don't have that. I mean, it's not the most. Uh, she cracks jokes. They're just the most sarcastic, like bitter jokes. Yeah, like- she's just she's just not happy. I mean, all she does, you know, she she does her job just so she has money to, to drink because she needs to forget everything. You know, she's going through PTSD. You know, she had a horrible. And in the beginning, you don't really know what happened. And, yeah, you and, just think she's just a uh, a giant jerk. Yeah, because she's just you know, and she'll. She, I also like that what she has these superpowers, but it's that's not like a main part of the show. You know, it's it's almost like in the backseat. She uses them when she has to, but it's it's more about her and what she's going through, and then you know, moving on through through the story. Like and, that first time she jumps up the the fire escape, I'm like, wait a minute, like Jessica Jones has power. Like I because I don't know much about the character, mm-hmm. um, but she jumped. Up, I'm like, wait, did she jump up there? Or I I just like did I just not pay attention for a second? And then when she picks up the back of the car, I'm like, oh, okay, like awesome. Awesome, yeah. and, and um, see, and I, I'm trying to think how much to say with with since you haven't watched, you don't. Uh, we'll just say you, you know you don't see David Tennant in the beginning. You, you know you get little glimpses, but it's it's almost like he's like haunting her. And oh, this it's straight up horror with him. Yeah, it's it's like so so creepy. So I mean, if, if you're familiar with the Purple Guy, and and you know I've only seen the first seven episodes, so you know I know some people maybe they still haven't watched and. If if you can watch it slowly, like I did with Daredevil, I mean, I I applaud that because you know it makes it last longer and you can enjoy it more. Um, so when we see, you know, if, if you're not totally familiar with the character, I mean, basically he does the mind control, you know, by by I, I must. You have to be in the same room, you know. He can't just like call you up on the phone and make you do something. I don't think. 
Um, no, I don't but, think so. Yeah. So he, he just, I mean, there was like the one clip where, uh, actually, I, I don't know how much they showed of the clip um, versus what happened in, in the scene. Basically, he's, he's gambling with some guys and he, you know, he makes them lose. He gets all the millions of dollars. Um, did you watch the, all at that scene, the clip that you posted? Um, I didn't watch any of those clips because I, but that's fine. Okay. So, uh, just, just how evil he is, you know, this one guy's like, wait, wait, you got to give us a chance to win our money back. And then he's like, he's like, no, he's like, you're actually going to see how long it takes to put your head through that pole. And then he walks over to this like wooden pole, just starts banging his head against it. And the other guys, you know, they're trying to stop him. You can't do it. I mean, he'll, he'll make you do whatever. So the big question, which, you know, you don't really know in the beginning, but just or just if you know the story, obviously he did use his mind control on Jessica, had her do all sorts of, you know, whatever evil things. And you don't really know, like, the extent, you know, what what mm-hmm. was the relationship like? Because, you know, he's obviously becomes kind of like obsessed with her. And, and you know, you'll see more of that. But you don't know if, if it was a sexual nature. You assume it's it's got to be. And, and, you know, then you, you can, you know, get, get more of that as you, you find out, but she's done some, some evil things, um, just based, you know, under his control. And then there, there's this other, <laughs> something that she does. And then that's kind of tied to another character and it's just so messed up. And, and that's basically how, where she's at. She is, she's such a messed up person because of everything. And I, yeah, I, I, I think I mentioned before, I wasn't like a, a huge fan of, of the actress, you know, like just seeing her like in, um, in breaking bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was in, in that the B in apartment 23 or something like that. Yeah. Which I didn't see that. My wife's like, Oh, I couldn't stand her character on there. Uh, but well, she's perfect for the character she's playing here. I'll tell you that. But that, that thing is like, even though she's like such a miserable person and, and, you know, she's just so bitter and she's just rude and, you know, uh, like that. I, I find, you know, the more you watch of it, the more you start falling for her, like feeling for her, like with what she's gone through and, and you mm-hmm. can't help, but it's like, wow, you know, I, 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 you know, feel bad for her. And, and, you know, it's like you start caring about who she is. And, and it, I, I think that, you know, that's like a testament to the writing of the show. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and then there are some, you know, great supporting, you know, characters, you know, we have Michael Coulter is so good. Yeah. Just and, from like the little bit I've seen. Yeah. And there'll be more, especially in episode two. Uh, and then her friend Trish, you find out more about her mm-hmm. and and her 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 junky neighbor and so, Malcolm. Yeah, so you know you you start to see where you know she's this really cold person, but you know little by little, you know she does care about other people. You know she's she's not just like this total wench, you know, like un, unfeeling, and you know she's just trying to deal with with what's going on, and she's haunted by this ghost of you know a you know. Purple man, even though he's not called that. Um, so you said where I'm at in, in episode seven, the way it ends, it's just like, oh wow, you're you're down there. Yes. Yeah, so it's just like crap. How does this? And because there's there's so many times where things just like keep getting worse and worse, and it's just like, oh man. But I I, I think it's great. And um, we kind of talked a little bit before. First episode, there's like a sex scene. Um, you know, it's it's not like nudity stuff flying around but you know there's it's a, it's a pretty like adult sex scene yeah. like and this and is a definitely rated r we don't get that and, you know agents of shield has kind of insinuated you know s- stuff like when ward and, and melinda may hooked up um mm-hmm. or sky and her old her old boyfriend whatever you know where they would cut to the next day even like you know colson you know it, it's not like straight out um this episode there's a lot of you know mac was like did you sleep with her you know so you know you have obviously these characters 
have sexual relations. You know, it's not like they're, you know, robots or anything like that. But you don't really have that in the TV shows or in the movies, especially in the movies. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. And, you know, I've mentioned before, you know, you, you've jokingly called me a prude about I, I don't need that stuff in, in my comic book TV movies and shows. Um, but what what's, what makes it, it, it gives it a different feel. So it's not just like Daredevil. It's not like the Marvel movies. It's not like the Marvel TV shows. So it, it kind of helps it set up its own, you know, little corner where, you know, things are just differently, you know, got the heavy drinking. Yeah. You know, Tony did some drinking, but not quite to this extent. So I, I, th- I think it's really, really good how different it is. And, you know, a lot of swearing, you know, people were, were concerned, you know, how's it going to be compared to the comic? And I, th- I think it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty close to the, you know, the, the feel of the comic. Little changes here and there, but, you know, like, like Carol Danvers was a big part in the comic, you know, as, as her friend. And now we have Trish, which you know who Trish is, right? Has she no. been in the, the episode one or two? She was, I think she was in one. Okay. So, you no, know, I'm on two. So she's a two. She's the, um, the talk show host, yeah. radio show. Yeah. You know who she is? She's a comic book character. I don't no, know I how don't. much you know about the show. I, I, I like staying pretty blind when it comes to the Marvel shows. Okay. I well, mean, aside from the news I have to post. Well, she's in. Just uh, ruin it. Just okay. go for it. She's, she's, uh, Trish Walker or Patricia Walker. Or oh, Trish really? Walker, or Patsy Walker. Yeah. Awesome. Hellcats in the show. Yeah. So, um, you know, they, they, you'll see later that, you know, she was like a, a child actress, you know, and, and now, you know, she's like a celebrity, you know, like she said, she's got the talk show, but, but there's that, is she Hellcat? I don't know. You know, that doesn't make I sense. Mean, she's it, a talk I, show person. I mean, it, she might, she probably isn't, but whatever. I'll take it. Can we get uh, Simon Williams on this show too while we're at it? Uh, I don't know. I want, I want my <laughs> Wonder Man talk show host. Yeah. So it's, it's great. Um, and you know we we can talk more about it, but you need to watch more. And I do. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll we will talk next week. Probably not. But it's it's good. Um, just we're about almost out of time. So just a couple of things. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of news this week, and maybe it's because it's the week before Thanksgiving in the U.S. or last week, I guess when we're recording this. There was a new promo for Agent Carter. She's going to be in L.A. now. Um, it is going to begin Tuesday, January 5th. So this will be like the mid-season when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. goes on hiatus. Um, I'm kind of... I I like Agent Carter. I love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So Mm -hmm. it's just always like, like, oh, man, no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But it'll it'll be good to see where this season goes. Um, And then the other thing I want to mention, so I I got to do an interview with Katrina Law, who plays Nisa on Arrow, and she was Mira in Spartacus. She's a she's a super cool lady. Um, it, it's weird because she doesn't have that accent, and you know she she grew up in like I guess Jersey or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, but she's just super cool. She 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 does a she's done stand up. You uh, don't say. Yeah, so you, you can uh, look on YouTube and you will find like a stand up bit. And she's she's a singer. She was in a band. Uh, she's a musician. She's a dancer. It's, it's like she does like everything. Sounds exactly like me, except for the dancing. So she, it was really cool talking to her about, you know, it's Spartacus and, and Arrow. And, and I'm, I'm hoping we see more about her. Uh, she, I mean, she's, when she first came on Arrow, I was just kind of like, eh, but the more we see of her, I feel like there's like so much this potential 
that they're not really using. Because even a lot of times the way she's written, it's like, man, you could be doing so much more with her. So, yeah. so I'd love to see more of her. And I asked her, is like, you know, is are we going to see you in uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Because, you know, her whole thing is, you know, she had a relationship with Sarah Lance. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, so there, there's all that. So now that, that Sarah's back and she's going to be in Legends of Tomorrow, what does that mean about her relationship with, with Nisa? Yeah. So, and then she straight out says, I, I, I can't answer that because I don't know. She's like, I'm I'm not like, you know, going to lie and try to tease or anything. You know, she's obviously open to it because, you know, she's like anyone in any of the, the three shows can cross over at any time. You know, they kind of have that open door thing. But, you know, she's she doesn't know. I think it'd be good to get her away from Arrow because Arrow's just so bogged down. There's so many characters. So mm-hmm. I, I think if we could get her on Legends of Tomorrow and because, you know, we may not always have, you know, the same core people on Legends of Tomorrow because that's already starting to get full. So, yeah, it is. So I, I think it'd be good. I I think what they should do in that episode is not have ever you know the same four or five people every single episode. It's like okay, we're if it's time travel going to different you know going after Vandal Savage. Okay, we're going to eighteen hundreds. We only need you, you, and you. You know, kind of like a Just League Unlimited, where they, mm-hmm. they kind of do that. Um, okay, and then we have one email. If you have emails for uh, this podcast, just you can send it to regular podcast at comicmind.com. Mention which which show do you want it for the super massive or for the regular podcast? So we got one from D nine thousand. He says, uh, first time in a long time I watched episode of Arrow. It was this so episode seven, which I just talked about. It's Brotherhood, November eighteenth. He says, I don't think I'll continue with it, but I re- realize they choreographed some really amazing fight scenes. I don't know how common it is, but in this episode they really use a lot of long scenes without many cuts, which is a great tool for action sequences. I was particularly impressed with the scene where Speedy's fighting a ghost moving elevator and they actually get in on a floor and get out on another. I remember correctly, this was all one shot. Um, the only other comic show that can compete with this level is Agent's Shield with its own excellent fighting scenes, usually with Ming-Na Wen, Adrian Plicky, and Brett Dalton. Oh, that was the other thing I forgot to mention. Uh, Bobby got the like super batons. Did you, watch, oh. did you see that? Did you watch no. this episode? Oh, I thought you kinda, watched it. I, I kind of watched it, but then I... Started working. Oh, so she's she's kind of like the she's got like the magnetic bracelet things, mm-hmm. so she can throw her batons and then they'll come back to her. And it's it's kind of cool because like when she gets them back, it's kind of like a chunk. You know, it, it's it's not like it just like floats back to her hand. It's like it's it's getting like forcefully brought back to her hands. So it's it's you know moving her arm back. So there's some cool scenes there. Um, but yeah, as far as arrow and the action, it was really weird and it felt a little different. Than normal, they they don't normally go like this. The fight scenes are usually pretty good. You know, there's a lot of fighting in the show, obviously, but this one it felt a little different. Like they brought in some guest fight coordinators. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's that's how it felt. So um, D nine thousand has a mini battle. D nine thousand. So he usually does this in a regular podcast. He says each combatant fights in a, in a warehouse. They all have their usual gear. They start very close to each other within a few feet. Battles to the death or knockout. So round one, Belinda May versus Oliver Queen. What do you think? Who's Belinda May? Belinda May. Ming Na Wen. Agents of Shield. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um I'm gonna go with Oh. Who do you think? I, I I'm gonna say Belinda May. I'm so down the middle on this one. I mean I mean Arrow is 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 good and everything, but I think Melinda May would, would take him out. Are we going with 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 
We're going TV. This is all TV stuff. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, are we going first season Arrow or after first season Arrow? Um, I guess first season Arrow was like totally just like kill people. Doesn't care. I, I, I'd say current. I mean. Okay. Then Melinda May. Yeah. Um, round two, Bobby Morris versus Thea Queen. See, this is tough. I, again, I. Who's I, Bobby Morris? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Morris. Mockingbird. What? <laughs> Mockingbird? Wait, what? Am I a- missing? Agent Palicki. Oh, uh, agents, oh agents, agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, this stuff. is like S.H.I.E.L.D. versus I, Arrow. I, I feel so weird because like the second season I watched while I was working, so I kind of know what's going on. And the third one, I'm just kind of fully watching random episodes. Uh, so, so I feel like a little. All right. So Mockingbird versus Thea Queen. Uh, I would have to say Bobby probably, you know, she's she's can fight like like crazy. Um, mm-hmm. the only thing Thea has, you know, she hasn't been fighting as much. You know, she did was she was trained by Malcolm. She's you know a tiny bit of time with League of Assassins. She don't, with what Thea the advantage she has is she's got this um the the killer lust in her from the Lazarus Pit. So or Bobby probably would try not to kill her, but it's based on some of the fights we've seen, like with a uh, Kibo. I have no idea if that guy's still alive. You know, he she electrocuted him in a pool with her stun batons. So I have no idea if, if he's alive. But I think it'd be close. But I think Bobby would have more skill, whereas Thea has a the killer instinct that might get unleashed, the uncontrollable, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Round three: Lance Hunter versus Laurel Lance. So Lance, oh Lance Hunter. Okay, at first when, <laughs> when I first read this, I thought it was uh, Captain Lance versus Laurel. I was like. <laughs> She's gonna fight her dad. Um, I again, I think Lance. I, I think Hunter. Just seeing him in that 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 Fight Club fight, where he actually killed his that wasn't really his friend. Um, Laurel, she's. I guess she did do some training. I which I, I totally forgot. She did some training with with Nisa. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got her scream thing, but I I, I maybe would give it to to Hunter maybe. And then round four, Grant Ward versus John Diggle. I got to get Grant it. Ward. Yeah. I mean, even Diggle with his helmet now, uh, I, I think, you know, he should be trained and everything, but I think Ward, you know, he, again, he's got that killer instinct and all that. Mm-hmm. All right. That is the show for this week. Um, so like I said, probably not a show next week. Um, we'll see if we squeeze one. I talk more Jessica Jones. Probably if not. We, if but, we can get it in by Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, so again, if you have questions, podcastcomicman.com. There is a Facebook page for, for this too. You can put you know long questions there too. Um, so maybe a week off since there's not a lot of TV and plus Thanksgiving and you know we got plenty of other stuff to do. But thank you for listening. Uh, just let us know, you know, comment. Let us know what, what you're thinking of this if you're still enjoying us. Um, it seems like people are enjoying it, which which is good. It's 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 positive. So. It's really good to be back because I I like talking about television, even though I'm not caught up all the time. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. All right, so if we are not back next week, then we'll t- definitely be back the week after. So all right, so thanks for listening. So so my question, my question is, is, who could it be? We don't know. And I would like to ask which comic book that's affecting you most emotionally. Yeah, yeah. That's the question. Question. Don't shake your head. I love it. John I love Alan Davis. I, I, I wasn't a fan of this. That's the question. You can't blame the immediate creative team. 
I give this a two. <laughs>